You're listening to Behind the Viewfinder podcast, where you can relate as client or as service-based entrepreneur. Listen in on behind the scenes of client projects, the latest image capturing trends, and recommendations for your photo or video needs. Here's your host, Andy Coles. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Viewfinder podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, thanks for dropping by. This is where we talk about photo and video capturing things related. We also discuss topics about what a client might be curious or interested in when it comes to image capturing services. So grab your favorite bag of kale chips and get comfy because we're getting this podcast started. How's it going, everybody? Happy third week of January. How are things for you? Has it been slow? Has it been busy? What have you been up to? Um, for me, really, what have I been up to? Well, uh, aside from kind of, you know, shifting back into focus of things, of getting back into gears, of uh, eating better and trying to uh, stay on that that target goal, right? That word that we were focusing on for uh, 2021, uh, you know, I would say I'm doing better than I thought maybe, but um, not as as hopeful or not as good as I would have wished for, I guess, if that makes any sense. Uh, we bought this like powdery green mixture where it's, it's I guess, equivalent to Organifi. Some of you may be uh, pretty uh, well-versed in what that is, but basically it's like the uh, nutrients and minerals and vitamins that you would get from your daily servings of vegetables and fruits dried up and pressed into a powder form and um Heidi's made the assumption that it tastes like matcha green tea personally for me it tastes uh I guess it tastes like a green green super any typical green super green drink uh there's um it's not too chalky actually it's not really chalky at all mixes up really well it's pretty sweet uh you know it's not so bad and honestly after probably the fourth day of using it because you're supposed to take like a scoop once a day and drink it you know mix it in coffee or tea personally i'm just doing it with water and uh yeah i think by the third day it's kind of reduced bloating if anything and i did i did feel uh, a bit of uh an energy boost so that's that's a plus but uh yeah so that's that's where i'm at things are starting actually starting to pick up now i have uh things where clients were booked well out in advance i have uh, a shoot tomorrow and i have a shoot coming up in two weeks so things are starting to project into you know what i was hoping for which is good because there's a lot of things that i have to basically kind of budget for in terms of renewing my website my email address my insurance so on and so forth so yeah that's uh that's what i've been up to in a nutshell <laughs> all right so we're talking about this week's episode we are talking about presets now for some of you that uh have dabbled in presets this may be a fun episode for you for those of you who don't know what presets are this might blow your mind actually this may change your world um so what are presets exactly presets are and i'm I'm gonna speak to the realm of if you use lightroom I'm not familiar with any others like Capture One and there's another one out there I believe that's pretty 
the uh, competitor. But anyhow, sticking to Adobe Lightroom, just because that's what I know, and I'm gonna speak to that uh, group of audience. So if you don't have Lightroom, maybe consider. I don't know. Uh, Lightroom, it sounds like Lightroom and Adobe uh, or Adobe's Lightroom is basically trying to actually catch up to a lot of stuff that um, Capture One is doing because I've heard that Capture One is the uh, the bread and butter when it comes to high-end uh, retouching. So there you go. All right, so presets, basically, and then I'm going to assume that you know what Lightroom is, like the tonalities of white balance, exposure, contrast, the basics when it comes to all that. And what presets are is a basically kind of like a template. And this template you can actually create yourself. And let's say that typically for you, you always like to adjust your tone curve in a certain fashion, like the S, typical S curve, right? That a lot of people like to use. And um, maybe with your highlights, you don't crush them all the way down, but you maybe bring them about maybe three quarters of the way. And you know, you do the same thing for your shadows. You practically don't raise them all the way up, but you do in some sense. You can save these configurations because if that's your style, that's your method that you always gravitate towards to, you can save that as a preset. Now, there are different strategies to this, right? Because if by, by chance that you have a heavy, uh, flow of work that you have to get through and basically cut out, you can apply this preset as a base layer and then make your adjustments as you see fit. Um, so that's, that's basically a preset. It's pretty cool. It's pretty nifty. They also have people who, um, you know, that, that sell presets. A lot of content creators basically have this where they edit in a certain style. Their tones might have like an orange tint to it or green or blue or their their blacks seem to be really, really um, like just almost like infinite black. And so you can you can purchase these from some of the users and you can save them to your portfolio or your library so that when you're editing your workflow, you can apply that preset to your images. Now, it's, it's that simple, basically. It, I mean, literally, it's the ease of use couldn't be any easier. It's almost like a plug and play situation, right? The A lot of times also with maybe content creators when they're actually making these presets is that they may tell you to, you know, you want to have your histogram uh, visible when you're applying these Im or taking these images because this works best for images that are exposed correctly or on the flip side of it, there might be some that say, you know, I want you to expose ETTL, which is exposed to the left, or ETTR exposed to the right. Um, or not all the way to the right, but maybe gradually towards the right, so it's a little more higher, so that when the uh, images come down in the preset and is crushing these images, it preserves a lot of those details still in the highlights. So that's how easy they are. now. What can you do with these when they're so easy? Like, yeah, so even though they may have customized everything in terms of the hue, the saturation, the luminance, you can actually change these minute things. So let's say that your content creator created a preset for you and the vibe has a very dark and moody look to it and feel. You can slap that on to your image and let's say that it's maybe too dark now the way that you took the picture or just because of the shadows that are in it. And all of a sudden you're just like, ah, this isn't working. 
you can still make your minor adjustments in your um, your tool menu. You can still go through each actual action. So if it's your basic corrections, you can go through HSL sliders, your tone curve, your details, yada, 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 right? And does it change those presets? No, it doesn't. It actually just, like I said, it's a template. It creates a baseline for you to work with. And then the beauty of this is that you can just go in and make these minute details. And you know, you can basically take most of the credit of saying, yeah, this is my e edited images, right? Um, so the next part is to say that what are the dangers of using presets though, right? And really, I would say this would apply mostly to beginner users, but also in the same like aspect that it would also affect, you know, long time users. And let's talk about the first time users first. So if you're not that great at Lightroom and editing your photos and you start to just heavily rely on presets that have been created by some other artist and you just purchase them and you use them, the danger of this is this is that one, you're not gonna base you're not gonna know the basics when it comes to editing these photos, right? If someone tells you, hey, you know, you should really think about, you know, dropping your tone curve with the highlights to maybe like the secondary level. And, you know, if someone who wasn't familiar with Lightroom and because of they're not, you know, experienced in that sense, they may look at you like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And so, again, you run that risk of you don't know the ins and outs. You don't know what these tools can do for you. And in the same regard, let's say that you want to define, maybe you don't want to look like some other content creators images and how they produce their tones. You basically are going to handicap yourself because you won't know what these things do. And that's the beauty about learning it, right? Is that you can go through Lightroom and you can edit these images, you know, and you can drop things and, or take things up immediately. And you can see what, I guess, for lack of a better word, what the damage does to your image. So you can see, oh, okay, actually, yeah, this HSL slider, when changing these greens, will also affect these types of blues or whatever it is. And that's probably a really bad example, actually. But you get the point. The more that you can you know, get comfortable with what they do and how they do and create things and what they do in terms of uh, you know, making a different mood, that's where you're going to lose that that knowledge and that experience. So that would be the downfall to using presets is that you really wouldn't be able to discover this for yourself as a shooter, what to expose and how to expose your images, how you like your images exposed so that you know that what you have in workroom, what you can work with and what you can do right now as a full-time user that you know who's been using Lightroom for a really long time you're saying to yourself there's no danger in this I'll just slap it on make my adjustments and boom ready to go what's up everybody I'm breaking up this podcast real quick to say I need your help to keep this podcast going if you're digging this episode make sure to rate it five stars give it an applause or give it a like if you think this podcast is weak, give me a rating nonetheless. Lastly, 
write a short or long review and share this episode with someone you think that would benefit from this or share it with an enemy to waste their time. All right, back to this episode. Back to Find the Viewfinder Podcast. What happens at the point in some point in time is that let's say maybe you're working on another studio for some reason or you're helping somebody out and they're like, hey, how do you get this? And you're like, oh, um, hmm, good question. How do I do that? (laughs) So, you know, it's that whole thing of muscle memory, right? Every now and then you're going to have to go back in and work those those muscles those finite muscles and make those micro adjustments so that you can you know you're not always heavy reliable on just babes basically a plug and play situation right i mean that happens in any case if if you're out there and you're always so you know reliant on maybe autofocus let's let's use that term right if you're heavily relying on autofocus Maybe every now and then, you know, switch to manual focus, see what that changes, you know, having to get that right distance and focal length, you know, between your subject and yourself. These things that they, even though they're here to help us, which is great, it's good every now and then to practice, just to remember, this is actually what I have to do in case of, I don't don't wanna call it emergency because I mean, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, like what if you were out shooting a big gig and, your lens that you had, you know, went on the fritz for some reason, you borrowed someone else's lens, but you come to find out it has no autofocus, it's all manual focus. Then when you do, you're like, oh my gosh, how does this happen? You know, so it's good to have these muscle basic memories so that in a pinch, again, you know what to do, you know how to execute these things. And then the same, ch- the same thing too, is that the technical jargon, right? If people are talking about things, now it makes sense as why why does why are these distances or why are these numbers you know labeled on my lens that way why are you know people saying that you know like i mentioned before like why are they saying ettl what is that i don't have a flash you know like it puts relativity in terms of what you're doing and what you're eating you know like i'm not eating but based on what you're doing i meant to think or meant to say that you know you want to eat breathe and just sleep this stuff you know, and going back to my like playing guitar stuff, like you have to know, like you know, if someone's talking about it, you want to do a hammer on instead of pull off, I'm probably really losing you guys right now, but you want to still be able to know that you're in that terminology. You know exactly what's going on so that you know when you hear that note, you know the difference between a hammer on and a pull off or a combination of the sequence of, the, of those two. And so the same thing applies. If someone tells you, you know, hey, shoot in landscape, shoot in portrait, you want to have to make sure that you know these things so that you're not so lost you're not having to play catch up all the time right so that's the dangers of using presets now the benefits of using presets though is the fact that if you have a large batch of images you could probably knock out 100 of photos probably in like 30 minutes if not less because again if you know what you're doing and Like I said, if it's your own custom preset that you have made or that you have purchased from a content creator, you know where to stay in that realm of what your exposure level should look like, whether you're using your histogram or if you're just using using basically the spot metering method or you're just looking at it by eye and just saying, you know what, this is appeasing to me. This is how I do it. And 
again, if you have back-to-back clients and you're pumping out this stuff really quick, people are gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is your guy. Like literally, we just sat down with this guy to do our portrait session and he had it for us like in a day, you know, whatever it is. If the faster that you are, the more that, you know, people will be appreciative of that, you know, that they don't lose that luster of getting their images back after that certain, you know, photo shoot or or maybe like ceremony or reception or whatever. Okay. Now back to like customizing your own. And this is, you know, I'm gearing this towards people who maybe aren't so avid users of of using presets. One thing that you can also do too is maybe that, you know, sometimes you might say, well, you know, I don't want to set one that's always just kind of a baseline. Well, that's cool because again, you can make additional ones that maybe, you know, for this, your photo images that you want a like warmer tone to it. So you can adjust the temperature or you can play with some of the color grading now and add that in your shadows or your midtones or your highlights. And you can have that as a base layer and just slap that on. And then this way, you know, if you're the one of those ones that like to edit by the mood or the feel of the photo, you can just slap those on. And again, this isn't like a cheating way. This gives you a template just with something to work on. And then this way it gives you that layer of like, okay, this is the feeling I wanted. Now let's kind of make our adjustments to make this a little bit more of what I like, you know, in my images. And same thing if you did purchase this from somebody and you have, you know, a already predetermined, you know, preset, again, you can manipulate it if it's that whole thing of being a critic, right? You can say, I like it, but I would do this. And that's your perfect opportunity. You can go through, you can change the contrast levels or the highlights or the exposure by a stop or two, whatever it is, the, the, the sky is the limit. I feel like we should play the Tom Petty song right now, um, Rebel Without a Cause. Do you guys know that line where he talks about, you know, you know something blah, 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 the sky's the limit. Anyways, check out that song. It's a, it's a good song. It's a good jingle. <laughs> so the last thing that I want to bring is like, should you own presets? Well, in reality, I mean, that comes down to where you're at in your photography or, you know, even presets for videos, they call them LUTs, you know, lookup tables. Where are you in your journey? Are you still learning the ins and outs of it? If you are, then I would recommend, no, don't do it yet. Maybe still work with how, you know, every adjustment will affect your images. And then once you get comfortable on how those work and you've developed pretty much a kind of like a flow of how you edit your images, then make an investment. And maybe this is the point where now that you're at, maybe you're saying, you know what, I'm pretty comfortable with them, but I still just can't get to the point of to get my images to look like some of these people that I follow or that I like their work. So then, you know, if they have a preset, bingo, perfect. Now you can just buy their preset and then you can study what is it that they're doing, you know? And, you know, for some people, you know, a lot of people are right now, they're the whole whole thing is for like blues. They just make it black almost, you know? And so they're, they're turning down the luminous and they're drop, you know, they're basically like increasing the saturation level or decreasing saturation level. And they're actually adding grays to their tones. And so, you know, these things you can learn, by studying what they've already put in. And then this way, you know, you don't have to go through a whole like YouTube tutorial of like how someone puts it on and and then trying to do step by step. You can actually just look at 
what they've done by going through each one of the panels. Bingo, right? Now, one of the one that's really cool thing also about Lightroom is if that you have the Lightroom app, you have it on your phone, there's that whole library discovery portion where it'll go through how to tutorial or there will be how to's and tutorials on you know how people edit images and they'll host up their you know their types of uh you know i guess editing styles that you can get presets and you can save that on your mobile uh platform and then if you want to you know if you want to use that mobile version the lrc no something lightroom classic the lightroom on your desktop it'll still transfer over so you can still use that information you know on your your desktop if that's something you want to do and it's free you don't have to pay anything, right? You already have the subscription. The app has that ability where you can go into that feature. If you haven't, if you don't know that, check it out. I mean, I think there was some updates that recently ha recently happened with the Lightroom app, and they were basically kind of promoting that. Hey, go to the Discovery tab, and you can find presets to save. I don't know if they used that tone in that voice, but I'm sure it was like something like that. You know, movie guy coming this summer. I don't sound that great. I wish I did though. Oh, that'd be so. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's that's where I was. I would say if you're if you're really still learning and you don't really know how a lot of those panels affect your images, I would say stay away from presets. If you're already at the point where you know basically what you like, go for it. Speed up your process, and then you know you can have at it. Basically, uh, per personally for me, a lot of that is um, you know part of the tranquility of editing photos is manipulating each one to the feel and the vibes of you know that specific image and that specific moment that's my thing um some might be able to relate with me on that some may not but again if if you're on a professional level you're probably already doing this because again this will help you just shave down so much time and i mean i i, I don't want to sound like peer pressure but everyone's doing it <laughs> It's the gateway. Don't do the gateway presets. Um, yeah, that's that's what I have for you. So um, if you haven't had presets before, check them out. Like I said, um, you can probably find some of the content creators have some sort of package or on their website. If not, they'll have like a mailing list where you can actually do that and, you know, try it out. You, you may you may like it. You may not. There is a company called develop D V L O P. They're actually doing some really breakthrough things. They are actually developing it where they've gone through a whole library of cameras and lenses and such. And they are meticulously on like what their white balance is and their color science. So that no matter what camera is shooting it, if you put in that image and you drop their preset, it's, they're all going to look the same. Right, because that's the difference between you know Sony camera or Sony Canon and Nikon's that they're all their color sciences are completely different. Whereas Sony tends to have a more of a green tint. Canon's typically really favorable in terms of skin tones that are very natural looking, and Nikon's really vibrant in terms of colors. You can use develop presets, and you wouldn't know what camera was using you know be, being used for the photos. And this also would help too if maybe that you have a wedding to do. And by the fluke of it, you, you decide to get a second shooter to help you out, but they have a completely different camera. You can just basically grab their raw files and then slap on these presets from develop and it'll all look like it was all shot on the same camera type, brand, model, brand, 
brand. <laughs> um, I mean, and then there are other types of presets that are also out there, but if you're looking for some fancy ones, uh, develop is actually a really great one. that's actually doing some awesome stuff out there. So I'm not sponsored by them. That'd be awesome, but I'm not, but checking them out. I promise you won't uh, be disappointed if you see their stuff. All right, guys, that's it for me. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for listening and happy clicking.